Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'd love to have a mulligan, I know that much. I went down with the ship on Sunday, and I'm like Molly Brown, I sank to the bottom. Oh boy, yeah, not fun for me. I was stubborn until the end with my handicap, and it cost me. It was a terrible, terrible postseason for me. The 49ers went 0-3 against the spread. The Chiefs went 4-0 against the spread. I backed the 49ers in all three of those games, and I faded the Chiefs in three of those games. Right there tells you it was a bad postseason for me. So congrats to anybody that bet Kansas City. Congrats to anybody that cheered for Kansas City. Congrats to my wife. She said that karma has the guy on the Chiefs and that I would lose. And, of course, she was right about that. Congrats to my daughter, Grace. She's a big Swifty fan, so she was laughing in my face. Congrats to my sister in Texas. She's a big Patrick Mahomes fan. Congrats to Amber and Lane, who attended my Super Bowl party and laughed at me at the end as they cheered for the wrong team. I was outnumbered in my own house at the Super Bowl party with everyone cheering for Kansas City. So it was a frustrating, frustrating finish there for me. So let's recap the losing card for you. Nothing really went my way. Even in college basketball, the handicap went one and three. I cashed in Rhode Island plus the 12 at UMass. They put up a good fight there, and I lose only by a couple. I lose in Northern Iowa minus the three. They lose outright at Illinois of Chicago. How about this one? I had Iowa minus the five and a half. They battled back. They were down a ton to Minnesota. But then once Garcia was out of the game, the Hawkeyes made their big run. Iowa was up seven in the closing seconds. Ben Johnson's waving his arm, says, don't foul, don't foul. Minnesota, of course, does not listen. They foul. Iowa goes to the line, makes one of two. So they're up eight with like seven seconds to go. You know where this is headed. It's the meaningless three at the buzzer. Of course it goes for Minnesota. The Gophers lose by five. They're now 20 and three against the spread. I lose by the half a point. And as a fan... I lose there, too, because the Gophers didn't win. So I was doubly depressed about the outcome of that game. Then I had SMU minus the five against North Texas. They battle back. They get up. They're covering. They're up six in the closing seconds. It finishes at three. Yeah, couldn't make free throws down the stretch. I think SMU missed three free throws in the final 17 seconds. That did me in there. We lose that one not once but twice. That was also our Twitter vote on Sunday. Coin flips go one and one. I cash in the frozen pond with Vancouver and Washington under the six. I lose in the NBA with the Celtics and the Heat. They couldn't make it over the 225 and a half for me. NFL, we know it was a bad day. I lose on the 49ers money line. I lose on the 49ers alternate spread at minus two and a half, the minus six and a half, and the minus nine and a half. Bad, bad read for me, I guess. Prop bets go just one and two. I cash on McCaffrey just by a half a yard. A negative four-yard rush there to end the first quarter had me sweating it out, but it was only four yards, not five yards. So I get 22 yards and cash the ticket by the half a yard. I had Pacheco over the 16 and a half yards. That didn't work out for me. And then Kittle, he was a no-show for the game. Oh, boy, terrible bet there. I had the over 49 and a half and get crushed. So that's the past. It was a great week for me, like I said. I went 7-0 on the NBA Prop Bet podcast. I went 6 of 7 winning days on the normal podcast, but I get humbled on Sunday. So let's see how it goes here on Monday. We start in the Big 12. Big question mark with this game, by the way. It's Kansas plus the 2.5 at Texas Tech. So the big question mark is, 
Will former Red Raider Kevin McCuller go tonight after missing the game at Baylor over the weekend for Kansas? This handicap is based on my belief that he will play in this game. The number one home court edge in all of college basketball? Yeah, it belongs to Texas Tech. So you can toss four and a half points the, the way of the Red Raiders. The double T is 17 and six in the season. They're six and four in the Big 12. All six losses have been against top 50 teams. Only one loss at home this year. That was Cincinnati beating them by three. Top 100 wins this season over Texas, Kansas State, BYU, Oklahoma, and Central Florida. Number one ranked team at offensive efficiency in the Big 12. I was a little surprised by that number, but they're number 13 on defense, so it kind of balances out, I guess. Kansas, meanwhile, they've accomplished very little away from home. Indiana and Oklahoma State remain their lone road wins this season. They've already lost at UCF, West Virginia, Iowa State, and Kansas State. The Red Raiders are better than three of those four teams anyway, but the Jayhawks are more balanced. Third best on offense, sixth best on defense. Kansas might not have the wins to show for it, but they played tough at Iowa State, losing by four. They took Kansas State to overtime last week, so they played in a pair of hostile environments in their last two out. I feel like this team is on the verge of a big breakthrough W on the road. I think they get it tonight, and I don't know for sure if McCullough is going to go, but if he does go, I really like this play. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, give me Kansas, plus the two and a half on the road at Texas Tech. Next up on the card, we stay in the Big 12. It's TCU, minus the 12 and a half against West Virginia. So once again, I'm not a huge fan of numbers like this. I don't like double-digit lines. Both teams have dropped two consecutive games. The Horn Frogs last one at home by seven over Texas Tech. They also have wins this season over Houston, Baylor, and Oklahoma. TCU is 16-7 and seven on the year, 5-5 five and five of the Big 12. They're number five on offense, number 12 on defense. Meanwhile, West Virginia is 8-15 and 15 overall, just 3-7 and seven in the Big 12. Only one of their seven conference losses have been by less than 13 points. That was a four-point loss at Oklahoma State. The Mountaineers ranked number 12 on defense, number 14 on offense, so not good on either end of the court. This is number 140 versus number 36 in the Ken Palm numbers. West Virginia, I think, will play hard after the embarrassing 36-point loss at Texas on Saturday. But with the number of uncompetitive games they've played so far this season and TCU needing some style points, I'm going to lay the number here. Give me the Horn Frogs of TCU, minus the 12 and a half at home over West Virginia. Next up in the card, we head to the SWAC. It's Southern, minus the four and a half against Alabama State. So the Jaguars of Southern hit the basketball radar earlier this season with a pair of top 100 wins in the non-conference when they won by 14 at UNLV and they won by one at Mississippi State. Those are two very good wins. Southern is 8-2 in the SWAC, five straight wins, and they've yet to lose this year at home. They're the second best team in the conference on defense. They're ranked number seven on offense. Meanwhile, the Hornets of Alabama State are 6-4 and four in the conference. They've dropped three of their last four, and they have three wins already this season on the road in the conference, and that's a highlight for them. The Hornets are number one on defense, but number 11 on offense. The number seems a little light given the upside Southern has shown so far, so I'm going to lay the four and a half at home here. Give me the Jaguars of Southern minus the four and a half over Alabama State. Then the final game here on the card in college basketball is in the Patriot League. It's Bucknell 
minus the one and a half against Lehigh. So it's a CBS Sports Network game for the Bison at home. Bucknell picked up their ninth, or was, excuse me, Bucknell was picked ninth in the preseason poll. They're seven and five so far in the Patriot League. They're the third best team on offense and the fifth best team on defense. Meanwhile, Lehigh was picked number two in the preseason poll. They've disappointed so far this season, just five and seven in the Patriot. They're fifth best on offense, seventh best on defense. Bucknell won the first meeting by six on the road. So let's play a little common opponent to break this one down. At Penn State, Bucknell won by nine. Lehigh lost by nine. At Marist, Bucknell actually lost by 24. Lehigh won by seven. Against Holy Cross, Bucknell won by 12. Lehigh lost by three. Against American, Bucknell lost by eight. Lehigh won by two. At Boston U, Bucknell won by 16. Lehigh lost by one. Against Navy, Bucknell won by eight. Lehigh won by 12. At American, Bucknell lost by eight. Lehigh lost by nine. At Navy, Bucknell won by 13. Lehigh lost by two. So eight common opponents, five of the eight were favorable for Bucknell. Add in the fact that Bucknell won the first meeting by six on the road. Add in the fact that they get 2.3 points for being the home team in this one. One and a half looks like a nice price, so let's do it. Give me the bison of Bucknell minus the one and a half against Lehigh. Then my coin flips, we start in the NBA. I selected the Chicago Bulls at the Atlanta Hawks. Total of 236 and a half. Heads it is. I'm in the over 236 and a half between the Bulls and the Hawks. Then on the frozen pond, I selected the Seattle Kraken at the New Jersey Devils. Total of six and a half here. Heads it is. I'm in the over six and a half between the Kraken and the Devils. So let's recap my card for Monday. Yes, the Super Bowl hangover. Let's see how we do. I'm on the Kansas Jayhawks plus the two and a half at Texas Tech. I'm on TCU, minus the 12 and a half against West Virginia. I'm on Southern, minus the four and a half against Alabama State. I'm on Bucknell, minus the one and a half against Lehigh. In the NBA, I'm on the Bulls and the Hawks over the 236 and a half. NHL, I'm on the Kraken and the Devils over the six and a half. So that's my card for a Monday. Hope everyone enjoys the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.